Hello, and welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights, the show where we ask SaaS founders, CEOs, marketers, and investors about the lessons they've learned in their quest to grow their companies. My name is Paul Stevenson, and I'm founder and CEO of SaaS Marketing Agency, 47 Insights. On today's show, I have an interview with Angela Heald, Marketing Manager at Checkfront. Hope you enjoy it. So I'm here with Angela Heald, uh, who's the Marketing Manager at Checkfront, and this follows on from our conversation that I had with uh, Jason Morehouse, CEO. Mm How did he do? Uh, How did he do? I think he did really well. It was really uh, really interesting from my perspective, learning how... uh, how you know the business got started from from scratch, bootstrapped from nothing. Yes. And you know the bit that um, we want to talk about today is you know those guys got it so far, but then they had to hand it over to pro- the professionals, the marketing professionals, <laughs> which is you and your team. And and I guess the interesting thing is uh, how you took it from where it was at that stage uh, and grew a marketing department. So just to sort of back up. Uh, how did you get started in marketing? Yeah, so I was actually studying international business in university, and the courses that I loved the most were the marketing courses. Very sensible. Yes. However, my university staggered when they offered those courses, so to switch to marketing, I would have put myself back a year, oh. and so I just set the goal to get my first job in marketing. Cool. And so what was your first job in marketing? Um, so it was agency-style SEO. Right. That's where I started. That's, that's very dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and how long were you in that role? Um, so I was exclusively doing that for maybe about seven months. Um, and then I started to train people on it. I moved into PPC and slowly made my way across all the other online marketing channels. Wow. So you had quite a, a broad base before I you did. even came to Checkfront. And I guess at that stage... Um, you didn't know anything about bookings or tourist industry or whatever. Those were all just like B2B or different industries. Yeah, so the agency that I got most of my experience in was also B2B. Um, However, it wasn't SaaS, so that was a whole new world. What really endeared me to Checkfront is the space we work in, travel and tourism. There's nothing I'm more passionate about. Because you get to go to nice places. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing more fun. So, so how long ago was it before you made that? Sorry, did you go straight from agency to Checkfront, or was there anything in between? Um, well, I had moved into at the same agency. I had moved into their marketing department. I actually founded their marketing department. Oh, right. So you're an old hand at this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was one of the founding members of that, um, and that was a bit of a different beast because it became marketing for the company as opposed to for the company's clients. Yeah. And, and then you made the transition to Checkfront. That's right. So how long ago was, was that? Just about two and a half years ago. Oh, wow. Time flies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like forever. Well, <laughs> sometimes it feels like forever, sometimes it feels like five days. <laughs> so what was the, you know, the state, if, if I can put that the right way, of, of marketing in, in Checkfront? Because the impression I got from Jason is that a lot of the initiatives... Um, they sort of made things up a bit as they went along. It was uh, very quick and dirty. Uh, and there must have been a bit more semblance of order of that, you know, to, to actually warrant employing you uh, or to have, you know, the faith that you could, you could make a difference. So, you know, when, when you came in, uh, what was the situation? 
Yeah, so there was not a ton of structure. I think the person that had um, previously done most of the marketing was also working heavily in product. She's now our director of product. She moved full-time into product. That was when they knew they needed to hire somebody full-time to look at the marketing. Uh, When I came in, they had really come off a good run of years leveraging free channels, kind of just taking leads where they could get them. (laughs) Um, And yeah, and you know, that obviously changes very quickly. Um, I think they knew that they needed to invest more in the marketing. So when you joined and the other person moved across to product, you had a marketing department of one, you. That's right, (laughs) just me. (laughs) So that must have been quite daunting to come into a business that you hadn't been involved with before and then take on uh, this role. So, you know, you're you're a marketer with some experience at that point, but uh, here you are in an industry that that you don't know anything about. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a cool business. You like the look of it. You like the people, but then you've got to start understanding what SaaS marketing is all about. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was incredibly exciting, and I had a really good base in all of the online marketing channels specifically. Um, so I came in pretty confident. It was just a matter of, I guess, understanding what they had done up to the point where I entered, what had worked really well. Um, thinking about what I wanted to do moving forward, how I was going to make my mark in this company, and, and yeah, and going from there. I was, I was totally excited. I probably should have been a little more nervous than I was. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how long did it take before you realized that um, you really needed to hire to help you? Um, I mean, I could have hired the second I started. (laughs) I don't think that, you know, I needed to get really overwhelmed to figure that out. Um, There was a lot that we needed to do, a lot we wanted to do. And I very quickly sort of felt like I was accomplishing um, 5% of dozens of things instead of 100% of a few things. It was very spread thin. So, So how long did it take before you hired someone? So we hired somebody, I want to say about six to eight months after wow. I started. Yeah, was my first hire. And what was the role that you hired for first? Because that's always the thing. Who do you mm-hmm. hire first? Yeah, so the role I hired for first is probably not the role that I would have you know, set out to pick first. We actually had somebody internally who was very, very talented and wanted to move into marketing to do video marketing. Oh, great. Yeah, so my yeah. first ever hire was a video marketer. Um, at that point, video was not a huge part of our marketing mix. So like it I said, prob- it is now, yeah, <laughs> probably not the, you know, if I um, had beforehand sat down and been like, what's my first hire? It probably yeah. wouldn't have been video marketing just because it yeah. wasn't part of our mix. Yeah. Um, now it is, and she's incredibly talented, so very, very lucky to have started with her. Great. So, um, I mean, given... The, the nature of the market that you're in, uh, travel and stuff, video really plays well uh, in, in that sector. So it I does. mean, it was a very prescient uh, and useful thing to have somebody in-house that could, could handle all of that. So then, so we're two and a half years down the road now. Uh, what are the other roles that you've, you've hired since or, or the company's hired in terms of marketing? Yeah, so it very quickly became clear to me that I would need to hire for the skills that I didn't have. Um, one of those is design. <laughs> I can, I hope, I think I can recognize good design, but I can't create good design. Sure. So I have a designer, um, very integral part of the team. 
And he does everything from our website design to our brochures, our PDFs, anything like that goes through him. Um, that helps our brand look really good out there. And then uh, a writer. So like I said, I got actually started in SEO. It required a lot mm. of writing. So it's not that I didn't have the skill, but it was that I was very, very burnt out on it. Yeah. 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 Been writing all those perfectly optimized keywords, all the, all the important <laughs> <Paragraphs>. keywords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you just go blind in the end looking at uh, content. Yeah. And content was going to be a huge part of our marketing strategy moving forward. So it was a very important role to fill. So that's a great thing to, to come on to. So, so what would you say are the, the, the channels? So clearly content marketing and SEO is a, is a major one for you. What are the other sort of marketing levers you guys pull to, to, to get business your way? Yeah, so we do a lot of paid advertising mm-hmm. um, across various channels, AdWords probably being our biggest one. Um, we don't drive a lot of revenue through social media marketing, but it is very important to us um, to remain connected with our customers. Yeah. Um, so we see it as more of a customer retention play. They can always yeah. talk to us. They always see what's going on with us. Yeah. Um, so that's really great. And we actually do a lot of events as well. So yeah, it's I was a little say, bit of offline marketing. You always <laughs> seem to be going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that is just part of your industry, isn't it? The whole travel. It is, yeah. So you know, it's uh, it, it's an essential that, you, that that people not only understand the brand, but like meet the people behind it and yeah. uh, uh, get to understand that there's a lot going on in this business. Yeah, I mean, I started, and you know, I was asked, "Have you ever done you know trade show?" And I was like, "Do people still still do trade shows? <laughs> like, <laughs> is that a thing?" Um, in our industry, it is a thing. People love it. They love the excuse to sort of meet face to face and. You know, our customers are not super technology savvy. So face-to-face. No, face. Uh, because I guess a lot of it is like family businesses or uh, owner-run yeah. businesses. It varies. I mean, we have definitely a ton of owner-operated. We have a ton of family-run businesses that are very large. Yeah. And then we also have global enterprises with, you know, multiple locations across the world. So Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. Yes. Um, so in terms of like these the two and a half years now that you spent at the forefront of SaaS marketing <laughs> with Checkfront. Uh, what are the, uh, you know, the things that you've either learned through uh, good things happening or learned through bad things happening that uh, maybe are different, uh, make SaaS and Checkfront different from other businesses or, or commonalities you're seeing with other businesses? So I think the biggest thing that I learned about SaaS marketing is how quickly it changes. So, you know, our product has changed so much. Our customers have changed. Marketing has changed. The industry they're in has changed. Our competitors have changed. What worked in 2012 is no longer working. And it's not even that it takes six years for things to change. It's just an adaptation from when we didn't have a full focused marketing team to now we need a team. And um, yeah, I would say the ability to pivot, (laughs) the ability to like fail and not, you know, take it too hard. That's very, very important in SaaS marketing. Having a thick skin. Definitely. Yeah. So in terms of hiring, are you still hiring? Are there still... I'm always hiring, Paul. (laughs) Still experts you need out there. Anyone out there want a job? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're always hiring. I mean... Um, I, I will say I did learn a pretty good lesson hiring, and that was that I think I siloed my team a little bit too early. What I, do you mean by that? I hired very, very specific skill sets, mm-hmm. and in times that does um, hold us up a bit 
because we have one person specifically that can do a task as opposed right. to having a few people with broader right. skills. Yeah. Uh, so in future, I will be hiring more marketing generalists, people yeah. with skills in multiple channels, um, just so that as a team, we can be a little bit more scrappy and a little bit quicker. And yeah. yeah. So how much of your time is now spent managing your team? Oh, so much. <laughs> <laughs> versus actually doing stuff yourself. Yeah, um, it's... I, I don't know that um, I can ever remove myself from doing the stuff. I actually really like it, but I will say that it's a very small part of my day-to-day -day now. Um, it's really about empowering my team, and I actually find that really fulfilling. So, Yeah. yeah. It's always a bit of a, a sort of difficult point, isn't it? Because I think we've talked about it before, where uh, you still want to keep all the skills that you have, and you still want to be able Definitely. to uh, you know, get those wins and uh, you know, create value yourself. But then, on the other hand, you know, as, as a, for the company, actually, your, your greatest asset is probably the way that you're able to manage your team. Mm -hmm. And so it's always offsetting those two things really tough. Yeah. And I've also moved in my career from away from the spot where I could like Google the answers to things. <laughs> now I'm facing challenges every day that I'm like, I don't know where to find the answer to this, you know? So it's very different. Right. So all you need to do is write down those questions and we'll put them out there and we'll find out what the answer is. Sounds well. great. I should start a Medium blog. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Um, that's fantastic. So, I mean, you've come a long way in a relatively short uh, space of time. Uh, there must have been times when you were, felt like you were juggling flaming plates. Uh, <laughs> like earlier today? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it hasn't finished. You look so calm. Um, how, how do you cope with um, managing your team and doing all the other things that you've got to do uh, uh, and the, the pressure that obviously comes from management, you know, in terms of hitting marketing targets and whatever, uh, and actually have a life? Um, well, I'll skip the life part for now. <laughs> um, the work part, I think... Uh, a lot of times I fall into a bit of a triage situation, which obviously I'd prefer not to be, but it's a matter of like, what's on fire the most at this exact moment. Um, I try to be really cognizant of how important good managers have been to me in my career and in my past. And so um, I'm constantly reminding myself not to let the management fall to the wayside and get too stuck in the marketing side of it. Um, so that's a really big challenge, just like kind of always remembering to be there for my team, always remembering that that is an extremely fulfilling part of my job and keeps them engaged in their jobs as well. Um, and then how I balance all that with life. Um, I don't know that I necessarily have a good answer for that. When I travel, I try to unplug from technology as best as possible. Mm. Um, I think I saw you on Instagram. Well, <laughs> I try to unplug from work technology, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, even then it, it becomes a little impulsive, like I should just check in and, you know, yeah. make sure everything's okay when the reality is like they would, everybody would be fine without me. <laughs> so, um, you were recently in Scotland, was it two it or was. three weeks? Uh, for, yeah, two weeks, just over two weeks. So how did you juggle that? Did you switch off or was it? Like... Um, I did. I, uh... Cause there's no Wi-Fi or internet out there. <laughs> <laughs> They're not quite that far in the past. Um, no, I, I kind of gave everybody the heads up um, mm. that I was going to unplug. I made sure I spent a lot of time with my team beforehand, making sure mm. they knew priorities, um, 
we have a great team here that truly supports our work-life balance. So, mm. you know, nobody wanted to bother me while I was traveling, <laughs> which is always a bonus. So, yeah. And you came back and you're all refreshed and ready to go again now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Angela, thank you very much for giving uh, me, uh, us, an insight into Checkfront and, uh, and the career and the progress you've made. It's been Thanks, a Paul. Yeah, this is really fun. Cheers. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Angela. For more info on Checkfront, please visit www.checkfront.com. For more info about this show and to get our links to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher and YouTube, check out www.47insights.com. And if you have any SaaS marketing insights that you'd like to share on the show, please get in touch. Until next time.